You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, E.J. Andrews of JaysFrontOfCouch.com, and... The long national nightmare is over. The Blue Jays have won a game. I know. It it feels like it hasn't been that long since we talked, but the Blue Jays lost six games in a row. I nearly had a mental breakdown on the podcast, trying to come up with explanations for why they decided throwing batting practice to the Yankees was a viable strategy at the major league level. Um, in all in all seriousness, though, um, my day job is uh, pretty busy at the moment. It's that's why I didn't really have time to talk to y'all. Um, we are going to discuss what has been happening with the Blue Jays. Um, I do want to split this up into kind of pitching and hitting, and I believe I'm going to focus on the hitting in this episode first. But I want to take y'all back to Friday, Um, Friday afternoon, specifically, when we still lived in a world of hope and dreams that democracy would win the day and that the thought of armed revolution would not be on the horizon. Thank you, Mitch McConnell. You disgusting garbage human being. I put out a poll on Twitter asking the fan base how they felt about the Blue Jays and the run-up of these remaining few games. Because I I wanted to get a specific temperature after what happened at the... Little League Stadium that the Yankees play Major League Baseball in. And I don't care what you say, Stacy. When DJ LeMahieu can hit a home run, that's a home run only in Yankee Stadium. That's a sign your stadium is it's skewed. You can use skewed. You can say it's perfectly fine as an adjective. But it is a skewed park. So, shout out to Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees. But, yeah, it, um, it didn't look good. So, I wanted to ask the fans what they thought. Because theoretically, heading into the series with the Phillies, the Blue Jays could win all four games and, with some help from other teams, clinch their playoff spot. So, I asked if you thought it possible. And a surprising number optimistic that the Blue Jays could do it. Um, but as I scrolled through, I got the majority of responses were what I thought they were going to be, which was this is going to go down to the wire for the Blue Jays. And they certainly played like it. Because I don't know if it was the shock residue from that series in New York, but they they did not look complete. 
against the Phillies. They they looked like a team that had just escaped a, a mortar rain that it had inadvertently walked onto. And they played scared. And they got a lead and they didn't know what to do with it. And when the time came for offense, they couldn't provide it. And that's not a good thing when you're heading into the playoffs. I know this is a team that has not seen the playoffs in four years. No one on the active roster was a member of that 2016 playoff team. But you, you can't shrink from the moment. And honestly, that lot of Blue Jays was like they were doing. And it it's not just, you know, that Derek Fisher is making obvious. It's the guys like Danny Jansen who can't find a way to put, put a bat on the ball. It's the guys like Bo Bichette who are expanding the strike zone to the point of foolishness. It's the guys like Randall Grichuk, who is exactly the Randall Grichuk that we thought he was now. He had that wonderful hot streak in August, and everyone thought, well, this is the guy the Blue Jays paid the money to. No, this is the guy that the Blue Jays paid the money to. Randall Grichuk is an incredibly streaky hitter. And right now, he is on the most inopportune cold streak of his career as a Blue Jay. And what does that mean? That has meant that the Blue Jays get to hit by the likes of Vince Velasquez. It means the Blue Jays get shut out by the likes of Zach Eflin. These are not household name pitchers. And and that isn't even to say the fact they couldn't take advantage of a Philly bullpen that has been the butt of jokes the entire season. Like David Phelps coming out there and and looking like the guy who's the equal of Thomas Hatch. And like you got that same sinking feeling that you know the the Blue Jays of the early season had. Like this team can't get it done on offense. That this team can't put together a cogent rally. That this team doesn't know how to win. Thankfully today happened and you get to tell a little bit of that. We're going to talk about why today's happened. Maybe the Blue Jays offense is getting back to something. But, no, had to get the negative out of the way. We've done that. So we're going to only talk about positive things for the rest of the episode because I've been waiting all week to talk about positive things. So we are going to talk about positive things, dang it. I swear to y'all, we are going to talk about positive things. 
starting with our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business that's been operating on the net for over 20 years and helping people get the auto parts they need for whatever project they are working on, whether it be that dream 1960s Thunderbird that, you know, you went to your, your prom in, or you're just trying to keep that Corolla on the road for one more year. Just one more year, and then you can, you know, get that shiny crossover that looks really nice and can probably actually fit things from Ikea instead of pressing you against the windshield like a pressed ham. Rock Auto can do that for you. They have a very easy-to-use website that will allow you to search through their entire catalog of parts and find the one that you need, whether it's an engine control module, whatever that is, tail light, even carpet. RockAuto.com will help you get it and you know you're getting it at a reliably low price because they give that price to everyone whether you're a professional mechanic or just a do-it-yourself kind of putterer around the garage. So go to RockAuto.com, check out their amazing selection and when they ask how did you hear about us, write Locked On in the box down below so you know everyone's happy and gets credit and we can continue churning the economy forward. Because that's what this is all about. The economy. So just remember, amazing selection, reliably low deals on all the parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Positive. Positive things. You can find them, AJ. There are positive things here. One to remember, positive. Okay. It's no surprise that following the absolute shellacking that the Blue Jays took in the Bronx, that offensive of the club finally started to turn around with the reintroduction of the most positive element of the Blue Jays' offense this season, and that would be Teoscar Hernandez. Didn't play in the finale against the Yankees, but did play in the second half of that doubleheader and went three for four, two runs scored and one RBI. If it wasn't for the pitching, which we will be talking about in the other episode that will be released tonight, he would have been the victory. Because... He was. He was um, He was all over the place. And that homer that he hit in the fourth inning of that doubleheader, you know, finally sparked the Blue Jays' offense to life. It was the one that, you know, had that big fourth inning off the Phillies where they scored five runs before, you know, Rafael Delis and more errors wrecked things. Because that's just what it seems to be with the Blue Chase. More errors, more sloppy play costing this team. And let's be clear, almost did three more errors on Blue Jays players today, including Taiwan Walker, who we'll talk about. But Teoscar Hernandez would not let it happen. Two for five today, another home run, his 16th of the season. If he didn't miss those two weeks with the Luke Voigt 
would be shaking in his boots because Van Bob help him against the Hernandez onslaught. If nothing else, 2020 has been the season of Teoscar. You call it the summer? I guess, I guess it's still summer. 2020 has been the summer of Teoscar. Because he has done exactly what he needed to do and more to cement a, as a key cog as someone who has risen up to join Kevin Biggio and Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. If Vladimir Guerrero Jr. can remember who he is. And Lourdes Guerrero Jr. to be that fifth man that the Blue Jays have so desperately needed as part of their batting lineup. Because last year it's like, oh, you can pitch around Bo Bichette, you can pitch around Vladdy if he's hot. And, you know, that made the lineup very easy to deal with if you were an opposing pitcher. You just had to get through those guys. And because Biggio has a very selective approach to the plate, and because Bo Bichette will swing at everything... It was very easy to contain that Blue Jays lineup and make sure that not a lot of damage was done. And to an extent, that's still a problem. Danny Jansen went over today. Joe Panic's hitting seventh, and, you know, he walked twice, which is good. Joe Panic will get on base like nobody's business, but he's not a guy who's going to drive in runs. Vladdy Jr., goose eggs. Randall Gritchick, goose eggs. They need to find themselves. Jonathan Davis was the bright spot. One for three with two RBIs. He had that big head off Heath Embry. Which, thank you, Heath Embry, for continuing to be the gift that just keeps on giving to the Blue Jays, no matter if you're in Boston or Philadelphia. We appreciate you, Heath. But having Teoscar Hernandez as that cog allows Charlie Montoyo to kind of space things out a little bit. It actually makes play, like batting a Travis Shaw third make sense. Because then you're not concentrating all the power at the top of your lineup. You're actually spreading it out. I would actually not be surprised if you saw Joe Panic elevated in the lineup. Because obviously Craig or sorry, Kevin Biggio. Kevin Biggio gets on base through a variety of means, but his main weapon is the walk. It's why his on-base percentage is 130 points higher than his batting average. Joe Panic is in a similar mold. His on-base percentage is 115 points higher than his average. Both will make pitchers work. Both will draw walks. Both will get on base. So, a modest proposal. Biggio Panic. Then you can go Bo Bichette. Teoscar Hernandez. No, actually, Bobachet, Lourdes Guriel Jr. We'll keep Lourdes in the cleanup slot because hitting 303 there is pretty good. Then Teoscar Hernandez in that fifth spot. You know, if Biggio and Panic walk, that's two on, two out. Teoscar up. That sounds pretty good. And then you can go Vladdy and Grichuk. Hope they get hot. If not, whatever. And then fill it out with. Uh, who didn't I play? Well, the DH slot will be Rowdy's if he gets back. And then Rowdy adds another element. So there is a way to kind of stack this lineup a bit that makes it really dangerous. But right now, and that's been a problem for the Blue Jays, they got hurt. So they didn't really have it. And once you don't have it, other teams can exploit it. 
And it really doesn't help if you don't get the pitching to back it up, which the Blue Jays did not get. Did not get at all. Even today, it was a little shaky, but Blue Jays survived thanks to a couple of members that we will be talking about. Anyway, that's what I see. Um, this is the final countdown. We are in the last week of regular season baseball, so... If you want to keep tabs on the Blue Jays, if you want to be around for the celebration when they hopefully clinch a playoff spot, likely won't come until against the Orioles. But if you want to be a part of that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, however you get podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. So dumb. But necessary. Unfortunately. Anyway, we will be back with look at the pitching that the Blue Jays have got. And I will try not to drink an entire six-pack of Sandpiper Vodka sodas in trying to discuss it. So, keep an eye out for that. Until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm E.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.